Welcome to another episode of Latino Sutra. I am your host and producer, Victor Escalante. Today we're going to break up the programming and I'm going to talk to you directly about emotional intelligence. I got inspired about doing this show for you today because I recently read a report on how academia is in trouble and how there's the big resignation that is affecting the field. One of the suggestions that they offer as a solution is personal development for staff. Two weeks ago, I was invited to give a two-hour workshop on emotional intelligence at U of H downtown. So today is a summary of that presentation that I gave on emotional intelligence. So let's get started. There are four quadrants that emotional intelligence encompasses. One is an awareness of self, an awareness of social relationships, a regulation of self, and a regulation of relationship management. Self-awareness. Most people do not understand or do not classify correctly what they feel in their body. Did you know that we are capable of experiencing over 750 emotions? If you don't believe me, read the book, Feelings Buried Alive Never Die. In this book, the author categorizes every emotion and it's over 750 emotions. Brene Brown, the local adjunct professor at U of H, mentioned that when we experience shame, we end up suppressing a lot of the positive, light-feeling emotions. And so that is a reason to pause about your past programming, your past experience as far as how your emotions are still impacting you. Over the years, I've worked with a lot of professional people that they experience trauma, and that trauma is directly affecting them in the workplace and in their personal lives. There is accurate self-assessment. It is important to understand how to respond to what you are feeling. First of all, you must be able to understand and classify the correct feeling. And then what is it that you do with that feeling? Because sometimes feelings can betray us. Understand that feelings are just a communication from our body. Our body is telling us something. For example, anger. Anger is an emotion that lets us know when something has been violated inside of us. Whether it's our viewpoint, whether it's a belief, a value, whether it's our body, whether it's our self-esteem or our dignity, anger is the body's communication to us to let us know that something has happened to us or was done to us that was a violation. And so anger sets off the fight, flight, or freeze response. That is a normal mechanism that is happening all the time. So it's important to understand what emotion you're feeling and why the body is communicating with us so that we know what to do with that feeling. Self-motivation. A lot of people lack self-motivation and they have to be motivated externally, sometimes through incentives, sometimes through threats of being fired. And this is a problem if you are lacking self-motivation and that usually comes from a lack of clarity about doing the things that are truly important to you. In order to get greater motivation, as I worked with a professional yesterday, you have to have a clear 
direction in your life and know what is the secondary gain behind making money. It is more than just simply having numbers in a bank account. It is simply more than just seeing a paycheck or a commission statement that you are given. It has to be tied to what it is that is driving you, what it is that you're working hard towards in order to motivate yourself. Next is self-confidence. Self-confidence, people that are confident are people that have tremendous clarity and they have a point of reference in their past going all the way to childhood that they were celebrated whenever they did something well. Whether it was learning to walk, whether it was learning to write, to draw, whether it was reading a book, uh, children are innately confident, but it is the environment that takes away their self-confidence. Parents that are highly critical end up taking away the self-confidence. What kind of parenting did you have as a kid? If you are lacking in this area, then it's time for you to up your game. Next, we get into social awareness. Social awareness requires that you have empathy. Empathy starts with self. That's right. You got to have empathy for yourself and you got to understand how your past is affecting you so that you can cultivate empathy for yourself as well as being able to give others empathy. Empathy is walking in their shoes. I also focus on creating and going beyond empathy by cultivating uh, compassion for others because when you are compassionate towards others, you don't necessarily have to walk in their shoes, but you need to understand the struggles that they're going through and then you can proactively take action to be able to lighten their load to help them find solutions, to help them find a trusted advisor, a mentor. Uh, you might be able to recommend a book, an article. If you have expertise that you can share with someone, this is how you help someone uh, in a compassionate way. Next, there is organizational awareness. In an organization, you are going to have baked in political positions. So it's important to understand how you need to be on the right side so that you are able to scale up in the organization or or you're able to exploit opportunities. You are listening to Latinos Who Thrive. We'll be right back. This show is sponsored by ETC, Escalante Training and Consulting. Do you need more sales and greater productivity? For more than two decades, Victor Escalante has been training executives and companies in cultural communications, team building processes, sales competency, emotional intelligence, and project management. Find out how ETC is ready to help you by visiting their website at victorescalante.com. And now we continue with our show, Latinos Who Thrive. Next, there is service orientation. Service orientation means that you have a propensity for customer service. Who is your customer? Did you know that you need to have this uh, customer service mindset? Even for people within your organization, you need to serve others. This is where servant leadership comes in, where people look up to you because you are serviceable, because you help others. 
Next, we move on to self-management, emotional self-control. People that cannot control their emotions are going to be perceived in the workplace as weak. Yesterday, I was listening to a presentation, and the presenter uh, broke down uh, crying when a sensitive topic was covered. I am not suggesting that you need to always hold back your tears or your emotions, but but this presenter needed to have some sort of emotional self-control to be sensitive without breaking down. Transparency. When you are transparent, it means that you are authentic. People trust you because they rely on you and they know that you're going to shoot straight. They're going to trust you because you are totally authentic, you uh, speak truth, and they trust you and they follow you. You will lead others with transparency. Adaptability. Adaptability is the capacity to be a team player. Not to create all kinds of obstacles in projects, but to adapt and be flexible to working with others. Achievement orientation. You got to be able to focus on the priorities. You got to be able to focus on what's truly important rather than getting distracted by inconsequential points or objections that the person ends up creating in their mind. Initiative. You got to have initiative in any endeavor and in any organization, whether you own your business or whether you lead a team, you got to have initiative. You got to always be thinking ahead of your team so that you can lead effectively. And this can only happen with optimism. You got to be optimistic and you got to have a dream of how the world can be instead of the way that it is. The word enthusiasm literally means God within. So what is your relationship to God? Do you have that energetic, optimistic energy within you? If not, take pause and cultivate it. Relationship management. This is where you are filled. Your cup is full and therefore you end up helping others by developing them, by mentoring them, by assisting them, by helping them carry their load. Inspirational leadership. Inspirational leadership is a capacity to inspire others. It is a fact that top performing companies do so because they have leadership that is always inspiring and bringing out the best in people. They believe in their people and so their people believe in their leaders. It's a mirror reflection of positive uh, leading influence. In today's society, you got to have a certain level of status in order to be able to influence others. If you don't have status, you can gain status by being of service to others because in primitive times, people who worked towards the tribe of helping the tribe were afforded influence. So it's important to be able to work hard to influence others and gain influence by being of service to others. Change Catalyst. Change Catalyst happens when you consider yourself in a position of being able to connect. Whether it's connecting disjointed thoughts, ideas, or disjointed people, you are able to be that catalyst to be able to create hybrid situations or hybrid relationships. Conflict Management. Conflict Management is a skill that a leader must develop 
in order to be able to see both sides of the situation, but not get too invested in either side, but go to another level. Like Einstein said, problems cannot be solved at the level that they were created. You got to go to a higher level to find out what is the unifying force. What do they have in common so that they can uh, work together to come up with a mutually agreed solution? Teamwork and collaboration. It is important, having worked with different teams over the years and having created different teams, that everyone know each other's personality type. It's important to know each other's strengths and weaknesses because in working with teams, one person's weakness can be filled in, or you can have the back of that person with a certain weakness by filling in with a certain strength. It's a creation of that win-win-win, three-win, the team wins, the person wins, the company wins. It's creating a winning solution, a winning team. And that, friends, is what I bring to you today. And that, my friends, is the end of today's presentation. If you like this, I want you to write to me, victor at victorescalante.com, and I would be more than happy to bring you more tips on how you can crush it in business, how you can crush it in your career. And so my best to you. Have a great week. 